Hello there and welcome to the Ask Nine Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week, finally, we are beginning our Spider-Man retrospective and talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. My name is Tom and as always, I'm joined my co-host, John. Hey, it's pizza it. time. Yay. It's pizza time. This is, as anyone who's been listening to the pod for a while knows that I've been so excited for this. We're going to be doing every single Spider-Man film. This week we're doing the Sam Raimi trilogy. Next week we're doing the Amazing Spider-Man films. The week after that we're doing the MCU films and then finally it's culminating all with No Way Home. So excited. Let's get straight into it. The Raimi trilogy. Yeah. I mean, oh. go on, yeah. So, uh, this, like, this is like my first, like, ever superhero film to watch. I watched yeah. it on the VHS tape. The first wow, Spider-Man wow. film. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, this, this is probably my second. Like, I think I might have watched Superman, the movie before this. But yeah, no, this is definitely an early one for me as well. Yeah, I can just remember like watching it. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And um, the earliest memory that I could think of was like uh, the, the halfway through the film. That's it. Like the second half of the film mm-hmm. where Spider-Man is fighting um green goblin for the first time and mm. and he saves mj so yes yeah yeah honestly i mean this this trilogy is cinema at its at its finest i think this is like the peak of, of superhero cinema um yeah like d- there's definitely some amazing stuff out there out there but i think this still stands as one of the best and i think Raimi has done an excellent job let's start off let's, let's start talking about spider-man the first film i mean like this film really is like the blueprint of modern, you know, comic book films. I would say mm. that more than X-Men and more than Blade. I mean, this film really kind of like pioneers everything that we know about like the comic book genre. Yeah. And like how it really sets up, you know, uh, what Spider-Man is like uh, in its own way, isn't it's pure uh, comic book mm. feel to it. It's just like so um, uh, well-developed. Uh, it's about the trilogy that you see from the first Spider-Man, and it, yeah, uh, it, it's just it's so good. It just you know it's up there with the Dark Knight trilogy. It's up there yeah, it's it, like, set it sets such a high bar already. Yeah, like, there's no wonder that this film, this film was like extremely like high grossing at the time. You know, I, mm. I don't have these yeah. stats like on me, but like this film was really really popular. You know, like it was the perfect kind of like straight after nine eleven. You know, pretty much like I think uh, like within within, yeah. the, within a year, it was like perfect. You know, it brought people to you know, it brought like the this sense of like patriotism and like you know, it has that classic like story. You know, like I think this film is 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 just so like even like the start of the film. Like I've said it before, I said it when we did No Time to Die. Every single film is made better by a title sequence, but oh my god, Danny Elfman's score, like the Spider Man score. You know, you uh. start off with like the slow you know like you know building a peter's theme and then going to like like it building like like a spider crawling up a web and then like it like you know it it has this like amazing crescendo as the word spider-man come onto the screen and then it goes like into this like just i, I get it i get why people say it's like, too long but cinema. it really is cinema like i get so excited just hearing that you know yeah. like I tell you what, this episode is going to seem to people like the ramblings of fanboys but i don't <laughs> care this is like it gives me yeah. such an unbridled like joy, you know, unparalleled. Just like hearing this score straight yeah. away, you know. No, no one, no, no, like what we said in No Time to Die. No one really ever do like um, uh, opening title title sequence anymore. Mm. Just like 
Bring it back, man. Bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Spider-Man 2. That was the best title sequence, I think, in my mm. opinion. That was like so mm. good. Um, yeah. But the first film, I really, you know, loved how the character the characters were developed. Um, especially, you know, that you uh see with MJ and, and Spider-Man. I think that was like, you know, a proper relationship uh, uh between them. And it, it, you can see that, you know, throughout the trilogy and how the characters felt each other and it just felt so you know real and it felt uh, so you know that Sam Raimi really really wanted to put heart and soul into this whole trilogy and oh my god he just did it so yeah. well for the first um and the soundtrack the soundtrack was just <laughs> yeah yes again oh my god that's it's just iconic like isn't it, it, it yeah, it's iconic. amazing you know, it's so bombastic and epic for Spider-Man. And yet it also has some really like good like emotional moments, you know, with Peter's mm. theme. And uh, it, yeah. uh, it's it's honestly like this film, there's just so much to... I mean, in the very first four minutes, we found out, not including the titles, we found out all we need to know about the four main characters, their relationships to each other and what kind of people they are. You know, this film is so perfectly paced and it doesn't waste a single moment of screen time no. you know exactly who spider-man is you know who peter is mj harry you know even oh yeah norman ben may you know even J. Jonah jameson even like the background characters they feel like alive you know new york feels like a living breathing city you know and not to just directly quote high top films as incredible incredible video essay on this but it feels more like you know a place than just like a, a cgi you know like arena for our heroes to fight in yeah I, I i mean like, okay, maybe the film is a bit too fast at times, but I think it's a masterclass in how to structure a superhero origin story. You know, I, th- I think this, it, it builds every single element so well. Yeah. And like, it, this is like no other, you know, comic book movie ever. Like, you know, with Uncle Ben and mm. uh, that whole, you know, with great power comes with great responsibility. Like, Man. uh I mean, like every single Spider-Man film. Yeah, go I on. think that's like the emotional core about you know Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, he's losing, he, he's losing his loved ones throughout the trilogy, hmm. and you know it. It's very powerful. You know, um, I forgot the actor who played Uncle Ben, uh, but Cliff, he Cliff something. Yeah, and Cliff. you know you can hear that again in Spider-Verse. You know, at the beginning when he yes, they use his they use the same audio of him saying it because it's you know yeah, and it's, it's so iconic. And, Oh man, Cliff what, Robertson. You know what a great lesson that was, that is. You know, with great with great power comes with great responsibility. Yeah. With responsibility, that you know can be applied to everything really. You know, with the film, and <laughs> you know, the power of being. You know, with kindness and with everything yeah. that he has. That's like the core idea of what Spider Man is. You know. Yeah, and how... I think that even though, like, okay, so like, I think it's so whack that other Spider Man films, you know don't say it like in amazing spider-man when uncle ben has like he's te- mm. like just say it I'll, oh we'll yeah get to that. we'll get to that next week but oh like, my god i hated that i like absolutely hated that. you know the, the the core the core of every you're, you're completely right the core of everything that spider-man is is in those words you know i think uncle ben and that may are perfect in this film their relationships with peter you know they create a lot of the beating heart of the film whether peter's death Peter's death, Ben's death, Peter's death. Morality. Oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> no, Spider Verse. Um, you know, he, Ben's death frames Peter's morality and responsibility, and that leads him to becoming to Spider Man. You know, like he makes a mistake, and and you know, like 
he makes a, a selfish choice that leads him to losing the man who you know he cares most about like his father and i think the the arc that he goes through in this film from making that mistake you know from doing something selfish that costs him everything mm. to becoming spider-man protecting city and having that brilliant moment in the end where goblin says peter i've been like a father to you and peter says i had a father his name was ben parker and it's just like superhero arcs at the top of their game uh, so simple so effective absolutely yeah. incredible and i should also say spoiler alert i totally forgot about that uh, spoiler alert. spoilers I for mean, the whole trilogy if you haven't seen it obviously came out like years ago so 19 yeah, years ago John. 19 years ago is when spider-man came out that's insane that's that's one year older than me damn it why i'm this old this, this film's older than me. Um, yeah, we've had this film all of our life. That's a, a good feeling. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm, um, we're old men. Uh, I think Toby is an amazing oh, Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. You know, like, he's considerate and caring. You know, he sells his sadness and anger and happiness. You know, he perfectly represents a man with a good heart, you know? Yeah. And just, like, resembles that whole personality of uh, Peter Parker, you know, in the comics, like, that bouncy... Um, character of it, you know, throughout the, this trilogy, you know, being goofy but also being, like seeming uh, serious yeah. at the same time and uh, <laughs> pizza time. So, yeah. well, I mean, uh, like, I think goofiness is 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 quite a staple of this trilogy. You know, like a lot of people say that you know Toby isn't the best <laughs> as Spider Man, you know, quipping and everything. And I agree. I don't think he's like the 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 the, the most kind of like you know funny Spider Man, but. This is a corny film. You know, it's a corny Peter. His jokes in the yeah. spider suit are really, like, dorky, just like him. You know, we'll get more to that in Spider-Man 3. But, like, <laughs> it, it's uh, stupid. It's cheesy. And who cares? Yeah. It's got so much heart. You know, like, I wouldn't trade that cheesiness, that corniness for anything. Because with it, you get this beating heart, you know, this sincerity, which, you know, it's not easy to do, you know? Yeah. And you can see that, you know... um, at the beginning, you know, with the with the trip to the um to the, to the lab, and yeah. um and you can see like he's taking pictures, and then he's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, do you want to take a picture yeah. or anything? So like, hey, like, can, can can take your picture? <laughs> yeah, it's it's so cute. Um, <laughs> I I think I, love, uh, I mean I love M- MJ in this film as well. You know, like uh, MJ. This iteration yeah. of, of of MJ, you know, her um her friendship with Peter, I think is really really well built. You know, they're not like really good friends but that you know they build you know they have that conversation in the back and you know in the, in the um, backyard and you know they just kind oh, of yeah. become friends and, and and he cares for her you know he doesn't like yeah. you know press his advantage or anything he just kind of speaks to her like a human you know they keep them apart this whole film and i think that's really smart and the fact that she feels undervalued by everyone but finds in peter the confidence just be her you know he loves her for who she is you know like he's not like you know she's downtrodden by her father she's used by people like flash and harry you know it's not like but with with him you know she says it herself at the end you know he makes her feel like you know she's more than she could be that she's happy just being herself and i think that is so so good you know like yes there are stakes because they can't be together and you know it's painful to watch and you know it's an on and off relationship but at the end of the day you know it comes back to the responsibility that peter has and you know he has to kind of like put aside what he wants and yeah man like Uh, so good it's it's so uh, well written with with mj and Mm. peter's relationship throughout and it's just like so pure 
and you know with, with the love and you know how serious it it, it is in, within this superhero uh world um well, spider-man spider-man world and you know well, how yes, it works you know yeah go on yeah and um uh you know it's just it it, it just works throughout throughout this whole trilogy but, but the film is that this one is just like uh a starring example of you know how you know other characters are need to be well developed alongside with Spider-Man and that relationship between MJ um, and, you know, Pia, it just works so well to, you know, understand both of these characters. And hopefully we might see that, you know, that whole relationship between, you know, with the other Spider-Man in No Way Home. But yeah, you know, but, I mean, yeah. Spider-Man 4, please. Somebody, somebody make Spider-Man 4. Um, uh, but yeah, it's interesting you talk about like, you know, this world of heroes. Originally, they were going to have a Wolverine cameo in this film. Uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was going to be in it, but they couldn't get no the way. suit, so therefore they didn't have him, which I think is a bit stupid. Like, you don't need a suit to know that it's Wolverine. But I think it's mad that we were so close to having, you know, uh, an X-Men, Spider-Man kind of, like, universe. But I'm happy they didn't. I think this film works really well with what it's going for. I, don't, I think it might have clashed a little bit of X-Men. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm really happy that now in 2021 we're going to get to see all the Spider-Man meet up and, and, and see these different things. But I think for this, you know, to have this trilogy that is, you know, isn't concerned with sequel setup, isn't concerned with like the wider universe. It's just telling a story. Primarily, it's a story about Peter Parker, Mary Jane Watson and Harry Osborn. You know, it, it's a story about these three characters, about their friendships, about, you know, all the things they go through and about Peter trying to make the world a better place, you know, mm. and being a responsible person, you know, kind of going from a boy to an adult. The lessons he learns, I think, are present throughout all of these you know i think harry great character you know someone who isn't respected by his father doesn't have an authentic relationship with mj and you know there, there is tension with that you know like him and peter they're friends but they are different people you know and and there's tension with the fact that they kind of you know they both like like mj and you know pete and, and norman likes peter more than likes harry and, and and then you get the tension at the end with Peter killing, you know, as as far as Harry knows, Spider-Man's killed his dad. And, you know, it, right there, you've got enough, like, character development and, you know, enough mm. tension in this relationship to, to, to fill the whole trilogy, really. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with the... the you can see with the different um, character dynamics between, you know, Harry and... Uh, and Peter throughout mm. the, in the first one, you know, how they have different goals and um, and it just works really well throughout the trilogy, you know, with um, at the start with Harry wanting to be like his father and the, at the end uh, self-sacrificing himself in Spider-Man 3. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. But, Cinema. <laughs> uh, um, and with, you know, how it works because it's really important you know with in the first one because it, it just really stayed not the characters and it just that is just the perfect example to have to sit, uh, set up characters in this one and um um i, I just don't know what to say else uh, with fit alongside with that because it's uh what to say i don't know but it's um with the villains in this one i think it's just well balanced uh with you know green yeah. goblin and it's because Green Goblin is like the most iconic um, Spider-Man villain, if you just think about it. And, you know, how uh, Wilhelm Dafoe does it well. Like, you can't do that. Uh, I, I've got the quote away. It was like him in a meeting. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do this to me. I started oh, yeah, this can't. company. <laughs> do you know how much I've sacrificed? Oh. 
yeah, <laughs> he's so you good. know, I'm a scientist of myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. He literally, Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin. He's awesome. He's mad. He's threatening. He's got that dual yeah. personality down. I love him. He's the perfect kind of like antithesis of Peter. And, yeah. you know, like the Goblin suit as well. I think the Goblin suit is really cool. I don't know if you've seen the animatronic suit they were going to use, like the face they were going to have him like transform into an actual goblin. Um, no way. And I, yeah, like, and, and it looks really cool if you look at like, the test footage. And it is natu- more naturalistic, and you know, and, and that one, you know, it was obviously pre production. It was amazing. But I think that the suit with the motorbike helmet and like, you know, like the Power Ranger kind of stuff, it's exactly what it needed to be in 2002. I think it's really cool. Um, and, you know, I, I really love his death as well. You know, he dies and his final words are, don't tell Harry. And that is what Peter carries with him the whole time. A lot of people yeah. say, why doesn't Peter just tell Harry that, he, you know, what happened? Because that was Goblin's last bloody words. Don't tell Harry, you know, it would crush him. You know, if you found out what his dad had become, you know, and, and mm. yes, it, it, it drives Harry down a really dark path himself. But, you know, I think the way that, you know, Goblin, I mean, you've got that amazing like speech you yeah. know spider-man this is why only fools are heroes you know like you never know when a fool when it was some madman will come around with a sadistic choice and he's literally got a bus full of children and mary jane and the other hand is like is like <laughs> make your choice spider-man and see how our hero is rewarded <laughs> like it's just it's really like stupid but it's also so good and like the sincerity about it is so good like the fight scenes between peter and um and goblin he just gets beat the fuck up during that yeah, final battle. Yeah. And oh my god. That is so fun. Like, you know, yeah. Like he he just really gets his ass handed to him, you know, and he barely uh, gets the upper hand. And it, it's great though. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that I just can't stop uh, can't stop laughing is that um that <laughs> before when the Green Goblin just sees like that um huge um uh, thing that's going towards him at, at mm. before he dies, he goes, Oh. <laughs> just like right before that close up oh. the zoom. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, so, like, and it, it, it's funny how um, you know, it, you know, the color change, uh, color palette change. You know, throughout the thing, you know, it's like really bright and colorful. You know, with the fight, and then at the end, it's like brutal and it's just like dark and really, you know, yeah. sets up how the mood and atmosphere really changes. You know, how quickly the film can be like really cheerful and then gets dark really straight. Um, straight away and i like that so i I think i think sam raimi is amazing at balancing his tones you see it i think i think you see it best in spider-man 2 but i think i think the guy is so good at it you know you kind of get this crescendo of of you know norman figures out who peter is and you get you know him attacking aunt may and and stuff and like and you know it gets really dark and then it kind of comes back you know to a bit of the sincerity and stuff and you know a little bit of goof as well and then like you know, I just had to get the final battle. And uh, like, I think sometimes the CGI is a bit clunky. You know, it's, it's 2002, it's a bit early days. Um, but everything, the action and swinging, I think is so well framed and paced. You know, I don't think it's a problem that the CGI isn't always up to scratch. It's slightly, it's sli- slightly, very slightly distracting, but I think it looks, you know, it looks great. And as you said, that, that, that final action scene is so visceral, you know, and, and like brutal. And it really makes you think, you know, like, oh, is Peter going to make it out of this? Because he's actually getting his ass handed to him right now. Yeah. And um, it it really flex about um, what Spider-Man does. You know, it, it's kind of 
it's similar to uh, you know Batman, you know, you know, killing rule, and mm. uh, and Spider Man not trying to uh, kill other villains. And um, as I read like comics and video games within Spider Man, they don't die, but then it takes the toll on Spider Man. You know how uh, like Green Goblin, it takes that toll. You know he's died, he's he's been killed, and you know Goblin saying that don't tell Harry because that's going to have that bigger impact and you know uh, it serves him as you know as a great superior and he, he learns about it but it takes a massive toll uh, on him to, uh, for the next movie so um, yeah if you um, and it makes him a great character if you you know what makes him uh, what makes him Spider-Man you know with a great power yeah you know having that huge fight getting beaten by green goblin and you know it's pretty powerful you know what spider-man yeah no like that final scene in the funeral um you know you get you know you you see some light of harry and of 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 mj but peter walking away and you get that narration you know no matter what i do no matter how hard i try the people i love will always be the ones who pay this is my gift this is my curse you know um who am I? I'm Spider-Man. You know, he knows who he is at the end of the film and that, that's amazing. And, you know, like, you know, I, I will never forget these words of great power comes great responsibility. Um, and you get the, the final swing. Come on. It's so mm. good. You get just Spider-Man swinging through city, Danny Elfman's score, the Spidey suit. I love the Spidey suit in this film. It's not even peak Raimi trilogy, but it looks so cool. Ray's webbing any day. So cool. The colors, it's all practical. You know, obviously there's a CG model as well, but you know, the early wrestling suit is also amazing, but that, that final swing ending the film on that high note, you know, despite everything, you know, cinema, mm. just cinema, man. So cool. Cinema. So cinema. cool. Um, and, um, and I just really love <laughs> the funny bits and, and, um, in Spider-Man because you know it's the goofiness and when he tries to do you know the first web um sling well trying to do the first swing sling and, and the way that Tomu guy is just like Papa you know, trying to go web fly go web. away fly. web Shazam yeah yeah I love it so good like uh, obviously you've got J. Jonah Jameson as well brilliantly played oh by yeah J.K. Simmons. Simmons so fun so fun like i love it who is spider-man he's a vigilante a menace like he's so funny yeah and the most frustrating thing is that you don't see uh, jameson like any other films properly you know like Mm. that's another thing you know what uh how other people perceive spider-man you know have that other uh, um perspective in the film because that makes it you know hilarious but also what other people think is you know spider-man is a vigilante like in a dark knight shows you know what the uh the cops in uh, in gotham would like oh my god who's this vigilante so yeah having jonah jane simpson just like has that um yeah and you know it perpetuates peter with 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 negativity you know spider-man is a very you know down on his look character you know inherently and like (laughs) and you know, Peter, no matter what, you know, no matter how good he might be feeling, he'll feel very downtrodden by someone like Jameson saying about how, you know, how much Spider-Man sucks. And, and yeah. So just honestly, this film is, is everything, you know, mm. I have small nitpicks, you know, CGI, some of the pacing. James Franco isn't the best actor, but like, 
dude, this is mm. this is so good. I'm gonna yes. give it. Nine, I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. Yes, I love it. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten, especially that this is my first Spider-Man film or first ever superhero film. Just like has that in, in, yeah. in, great impact. And as you said about uh, what uh, America. Well, you know, being through with 9-11 and, yeah. you know, coming out a year, year later, there was a quote uh, when all the civilians in New York are trying to, find, yeah. you know, throwing stuff at Green Goblin. They said, if you mess one of us, you get all of us, I think. That was the yeah. quote. Yeah. I yeah. love, yeah, that moment again, just seeing people rally behind a superhero. A hero is there to inspire. They are there, you know, to help people. And seeing the people like, you know, as much as I enjoy stories that that uh, that twist that, that show people struggling, that show heroes struggling against like, against society, I, I, I just can't not love, you know, you mess with Spider, you mess with New York. You're going to pick on a guy trying to save a cu- bunch of kids, you know, like just... It's so it's it it yeah, and that was added later on. Was it added like because of nine eleven? Who knows? But it's yeah, it's so great that that's in there. You know, it's so heartwarming. Yeah. What a film! What a film! Absolutely brilliant. Nine out of ten. Absolutely. Now, cannot deny. It's time to one... move on. Yeah. To Spider Man Two. It is. It is indeed. How does how does one make a good sequel? Spider-Man 2. <laughs> that is just how you do it. Uh, everything, like, well, everything is better than the first. Right down to the yes. opening credits, which are used really smartly to recap the plot yes. of the first film. Yes. With, like, beautiful Alex Ross, I believe it's Alex Ross artwork. Like, mm. what? What? Like, what? Jesus. Sam Raimi, no one told you to go this hard, but he did. Uh, yeah, uh, this uh, film uh, is uh, yeah. superior Sam, in every single way. Calm down, man. Just calm down. Just... <laughs> This is like, dude, you know, it's too much. I'm kidding. Much, it's not dude. enough. But Keep this, going, but buddy. this, you know, it's just, it's just perfect, perfect opening to from the, um, the ending of the the first film. You know, leading up to what, uh, what the first film has been going through, going through, and it's like, oh my god, wow, and there's, you know, uh, Harry losing his dad, and then, yeah. uh, and Spider-Man not telling Harry about, you know about uh, Green Goblin but you know this is just a perfect ah, perfect it's cinema it's cinema come on it really it, is it, honestly yeah. like this film doesn't struggle like you know with like the you know the kind of uh, sequel yeah. thing you know all the stories of the characters have progressed amazingly you know the relationship with Peter and MJ it goes further the payoff of everything they go through the way their friendship strains to the point of MJ learning Peter's identity you know it's an amazing reveal and then they get together at the end and the way that you know and again you know the classic final swing is used as a triumphant moment for Peter you know Peter goes through so much in this film but he gets a win you know and a win that and and and, you know he gets with MJ and the film makes it so earned you know it doesn't feel like it's stretching for a sequel you know it feels like yeah. exactly where the characters are supposed to go, and it's a it's it's a perfect kind of payoff. Yeah, and uh, the one thing that I loved in this film was you know uh, showing that Peter Parker uh, there was like limitations that he had. You know, like he was being vulnerable. You know, he couldn't have like the web sling anymore. You know, he was like stressed. I think like you couldn't uh, web web sling or anymore. Like how could he be Spider-Man, but there was a lot of stuff that he was going through. And I appreciate that because, you know, um, to quote Stan Lee, is that um, he didn't, well, he, he didn't, uh, Stan Lee didn't like Superman because he was too, 
powerful, but he, he needs. So he wrote Spider Man, you know, as a character that he was, uh, you know, there was moments that he was vulnerable and that would connect to the audiences, you know, what Spider Man is. Uh, and I really like that, that, you know, throughout the film, he was like trying to talk to MJ, but then there was a lot of problems that he was facing as well with Harry and that huge reveal with um with harry with the end with that it's just like top pop to everything to that it's just like oh my god he's been through he's been through a lot and uh and oh my god dr octopus throughout the film yes this is a perfect yeah. a villain as well <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I think peter's arc you know his struggle in most spider-man stories is whether he can be spider-man peter parker you know whether he can balance these two identities but this time he can't you know, he gives into his selfish desires and you get that amazing Spider-Man No More story where he finally gets everything he wants. But at what cost? At the cost of his responsibility. You know, it's hence why the train sequence is so good. It's not just a brilliant action sequence. It's cathartic. You know, Peter has, has you know, finally given in and he's, you know, Spider-Man No More. And he is finally, things are finally going well in his life. But because of that, he has to, the city begins to suffer. You know, crime is on mm. the rise, you know, and even even Jameson says it. He was a hero. I just couldn't see it, you know? Yeah. People die oh. on pieces watch. And, you know, and it makes moments like that one kid saying, it's good to have you back, Spider-Man. One of the most touching Spider-Man moments in, on cinema. Oh. It, like, it's like they carry him. And, and they say, you know, after he saves them on the train and they say, you know, carefully, he's a hero. You know, he's just a kid. No, 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 no older than my son, you know? You know, and, and that guy's like, don't worry, we're not going to tell anyone because you just saved their asses. This shit is so good, man. I can't like, oh, like so many comic book films. It just misses this, you know, this kind of uh, sincerity and these like brilliant moments. Yeah. And there's other moments that I really love, you know, when uh, Spider-Man saves the, tra- um, the train collapse, uh, uh, collision and uh, yeah. falling and the other villains like hold him, like yeah. says, careful, he's a hero. And they tell not a single soul what Spam looked like. It's, mm. it's, it's brilliant. It's just, oh. it's perfect. And, and, you know, even with the, you know, that is a great action scene as well. Not only is it a great scene, you know, like an emotional scene, but, you know, the CGI is improved so much. You know, this film has some of the be- best action sequences. You know, obviously the train sequences has so much tension, amazing, fast and brilliant action. And the cinematography, right? so good the swinging t- scenes look so a thousand times better than the first third film the shot right probably one of my favorite shots ever so um jameson's standing there and he's like it's a hero I just couldn't i couldn't see it and then spider-man takes his suit he's like my suit spider-man he's a menace bring me spider-man and it, it zooms out on, on on this high angle shot of of, of j jonah and then it cuts to like a newspaper being like he's back and then spider-man swings through the newspaper through the city and then it pans out through and it, and it reveals it's through the reflection of doc ock's glasses what the hell so like so insanely good i don't even like what uh cinema yeah. that is what cinema cinema just at its oh. finest. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. And um, what was it? The one thing that I love as well with uh, Doctor Octopus or Doc Ock was mm. that uh, you know the arc throughout the film was you know powerful because there's like no other villain that I could think of that you know what he's been through is you know he was he was trying to see he was trying to make the world a better place but then 
um, experiment went wrong and that caused, you know, um, you know, his wife to die. So yeah, uh, with that uh, CGI glass falling toward oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that is a, like a very, you know, scary um, and kind of cool, you know, but not cool, but like, you know, like very frightening. Visually, it's cool. Yeah, visually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, throughout the film that he didn't want to be like a monster, you know, have with the tentacles. Um, uh, are they tentacles? I mean, I mean, the robot. Yeah, tentacles. yeah, yeah. They're, they're tentacles. Tentacles, arms, I guess. Yeah. Tentacle arms. Yeah, yeah. Tentacle arms. And like the arms that he has and, you know, slowly that he's losing who wants to be as himself throughout the film and like robbing the bank yeah that's robbing the bank and then yeah. you know fighting You're getting on my nerves i have an <laughs> the, the man the man even had the nerve to fight uh aunt may because she just yeah. had a stick like she's he just fingers. To... yeah so good um <laughs> and um and you know throughout the film like at the last final moment that we saw what he was going to do and especially seeing you know um that peter parker was you know uh availed as spider-man you know who he was mm. and he really has that self um realization about that that realization about what he was doing the whole entire time and what cinema sins would say uh, cinema wins cinema wins not cinema sins um ah. cinema wins. <laughs> what cinema wins would say self-sacrifice you know that yeah. tone that he has yeah definitely and like and you oh, got you just yeah. gotta love it you know pete like the ending is like it's not it's not the biggest hero versus villain fight but it boils down to what every comic book movie should boil down to in my opinion you know it's you get that in in the dark knight you get it in like other films too i can't think of any top of my head um but you know you know, Eternals is a good example of something that does it recently. It boils down to a conversation. Peter doesn't defeat Doc Ock physically. He appeals to his humanity. He convinces Ock to come back and be good, imparting on Ock the very wisdom Peter has learned, that doing, that, that doing what's right sometimes means you have to give up what means the most to us, even our dreams. And, you know, Doc, Doc Ock's death. He doesn't die a monster. He finishes Ark doing the right thing and regaining his humanity. Showing the way that Spider-Man can inspire even the most lost people, you know? Like, that's that's how you do an antagonist, you know? He wasn't, you know, he's introduced, he was a good-hearted man with a dream and a happy relationship, and that makes his eventual downfall so heartbreaking. He doesn't want to be a monster, but he ends yeah. up succumbing to the will of his arms. To You know, he, and, you know, like, he ends, like, he wants to help humanity and, you know, and, and complete his experiment, but he becomes a monster in the way that he that he achieves this. But the fact that Spider-Man can bring him back, I mean, Oof. you got to love it. Like, that is just... Spider-Man inspiring people is better than everything. It's better than any action scene, you know? Yeah. Just... And I will talk about it next week with Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man oh, helping good. the city and, 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 and inspiring people is yeah everything, you know? That's it's what Spider-Man should well. be. You know, and, I, I think I think every Spider-Man film at some point, well, most Spider-Man films at some point have that, and we love to see it. You know. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? And that whole um, 
relationship between Harry and Peter was, you know, really intense in this film, you know, with uh, that huge reveal, you know, when Harry finds out he was, you know, spying the whole time and that, again, that realisation, oh my God. And that yeah. really, that's going to be the impact for the third film. So, um, yeah, yeah, that, that was another moment that really uh, stuck out to me as well. And... Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of it kind of goes to show how good of a person P- Peter is. As I say, he keeps Norman's dying wish. Even you know, even when so many points, you know, Harry, even when Harry's slapping Peter in the face, Harry continues to be defined by the resentment that makes his friendship with Peter, P- Peter, Peter, so bittersweet. He's friends with Peter, bro, guys. <laughs> and the way that you know he begins, he begins to go down that dark path, and that is yeah. you know that's again, it it it, cha- it builds his arc and it builds it to spider-man 3 and takes their friendship to kind of new and dramatic levels um and yeah we'll kind of talk about where that goes when we get to new goblin the best villain ever in spider-man 3 mm. <laughs> yeah um i'm just thinking this was there they any no there wasn't any other vi- uh, villains because i was my brain decided to go think of like amazing spider-man 2 I'm like no <laughs> no this is spider-man 2 this is Spider-Man 2. Well, speaking um, of villains, let, let, let's quickly talk about bringing Doc Ock back in No Way Home. <sighs> Dr. Octopus dies and he, and he redeems himself. He says, I do not want to be a monster and he doesn't die a monster. And now he's coming so, back. What do you think? Right. Here's why I'm speculating on this. It's no Way Home. Doc Ock will be a good person in this film. Not like a villain throughout the film, because you don't see like him fighting or doing other things in the film. I think he's trying to help uh, Peter Parker, but I'm just hoping that he has that um, that arc, you know, realizes that he's not a monster anymore. But um, I don't know. I don't know why he just decides to fight Spider-Man at you know that trailer you know what i mean like he fights and goes yeah i i hope that whatever it is i hope that maybe he's controlled by his arms again you know i hope that i hope that whatever they do they don't retcon spider-man 3 uh 2 sorry i I think retcons can work sometimes but you know i feel like you know his arc and his death is so kind of powerful so Mm. who knows but you know again fingers crossed it's not terrible um yeah however that i mean who i mean if it is terrible this film still got some amazing arc moments. Yeah, you know, they're like No Way Home. Go back and watch Spider Man Two. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, who cares about again, No Way like, Home? Why did they decide to do this film? Watch uh, Spider Man Two. Watch Spider Verse. The better films, you know. Oh, but like, yes. There's that scene where like Ock, his what, what Ock's like being operated on, and his arms come alive. You know, oh, Raimi's yeah. flexing this horror roots, but like, you know. It's that was so cool, you know, like the arms it. coming coming alive, throwing people around. It's so cool. But then obviously, like, it adds so much more layers to the character, how, like, he wakes up and then he screams in pain and, you know, he cries out because realising what he's done. And, oh, mm. so cool, man. So, so cool. Um, and as I said, I, Spider-Man, or Sam Raimi, his balancing of tones is excellent. He goes from a really emotional scene where Spider-Man... Peter Parker gives up Spider-Man. He puts the suit in the bin and he says, Spider-Man, no war, no more. He walks away and, and it fades into black. And then Good they start playing to- rain. And then they start bloody playing raindrops keep falling on my head. And Peter's walking down the street like it's anybody's business. Just raindrops keep falling on. It's like, just like 
absolutely like what's going on right now it's amazing how does that even work i don't know but what you said about you know putting the the suit in the bin that's a good callback to the comic yes uh, it is a cover issue where spider-man puts that's uh, done being spider-man uh yeah. yeah yeah that's great callback i like you know what how much heart and soul has put into this to this film these films and um and there's so many great moments. Pizza time. <laughs> ah, yes. Pizza oh yeah, time. this film. This film is so funny. There's so many like amazingly hilarious moments. Even even among all the drama and all the emotions, like you know, <laughs> pizza time. Like that whole raindrops keep falling on my head montage. You know, <laughs> Harry Osborn is funny. He's just like, <laughs> I'm ruined. I have nothing left except Spider Man. He saved your life, sir. He humiliated me by touching me. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just funny. Like what? Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I think that's all I have to yeah. say about Spider Man Two. Ten um, out of ten, man. I don't like. Oh yeah, ten out of ten. Absolutely uh, incredible. Wait, I'm just thinking more things. Like I, I there's one thing I was about to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? What was it? it, it no, wait. Okay. Think, uh, John. You've got think, it. Think, 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 John. Think. You know, Mark. Like Mark. Think. You know, it's invincible, Mark. like it oh is right, Mark. yeah, invincible, like Mark. Think, again. Mark. think, think, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. What was it? But um. Come on. What was it? Analyze. Okay. What was it? Uh. I'm having a not good brain moment right now. My brain is like confusing itself. Why is it questioning life all of a sudden? Am I am I panicking? Am I dying? I don't know. Um. Well, while you think about it, I just want to say I love how this film also brings back Uncle Ben for Peter's little conversation in like... In oh, yes, I remember now. Oh, 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 okay, right, go oh, on. Okay, so the ending scene, you know, that final swing, you know, when MJ says, yeah. go again, Tiger. That, yes. Mm, yes. Cinema. That, Cinema. <laughs> uh, like how it just really perfectly sets up their relationship, you know, how it's a win-win situation for, you know, I mean, not women, but like, you know, how they got together at the end and like from the first film, you, you see that relationship, you know, when they first meet in the back garden and understanding their life. And and it, it's just such a good relationship that it's perfectly, uh, in you know, in love. And you don't see that in any other Spider-Man films. It, no, it's... like, I mean, in fairness, I think Peter and Gwen in, in Amazing Spider-Man is excellent. But I mean, you know, I, I, I think I think I think what, what this one does so well is, you know, Peter is struggling. You know, he wants to he loves this girl. And he wants to be with her, but he has a responsibility. And, and it all comes back to the fact that he's struggling with that responsibility. And at the end, you know, finally them getting together and him being able to have what he wants. You know, he, there's a moment where he says, am I not supposed to have what I want? You know, what am I supposed to do? And mm. I think, you know, the idea that he does you know get that that final thing that he wants you know it's a very interesting setup for spider-man 3 you know like where does it go next yeah where does it well, go next well let's Spider-Man talk 3? about where it goes next spider-man 3 um i mean this is the film that ended the raimi trilogy and it began the unfortunate spider-man saga of sony destroying filmmakers visions uh, I'm looking at you, Avi Arad. Stop it, please. Um, but saying that, you know, although Romy, Romy, who the fuck? Romy. What, what am I talking about? Raimi, my boy Sam, even though Raimi was, I, you know, he was forced into student mandate, mandate 
He mastered it like a god, in my opinion. It's not like Justice League. It's not like Suicide Squad. It's not like Amazing Spider-Man 2, where things are forced in. I think he very, very like, obviously he didn't want to do Venom, but I think he, he excellently incorporated it. Um, you know, this film is the weakest of the trilogy, undoubtedly, by a, by a long way. But I still think there's a lot to love. And, you know, I wouldn't say it's not great, but by no means is Spider-Man 3 a bad film to me, you know? Hmm. Yeah, Spider-Man 3 is just a great film, to be honest. Like, what it incorporates in and what, what it, it deals with, with Spider-Man as well um, throughout the film. And it it's a really different take. What uh, Tommy McGuire said uh, in an interview where he uh, was saying about what we thought... What, about the boss what baby. About <laughs> a boss baby. He's just a kind of boss baby. <laughs> That's what he is, I'm sorry, I'm just like boss baby. Boss baby. No, um, what was it? Oh yeah, so but talking about Spider-Man three and mm. what the role was going to be like for him in this film. He said that it was really dark, and yeah. it, 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 it was a bit of a challenge for him actually that what it was going to do for this. But you had kind of fun. I mean, with that dance. Montage. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. I mean, like, I love. First of all, I love that montage. Unironically, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, this film really goes for stuff. You know, like even in, right the opening titles again, brilliant. You know, they recap. You know, this the, the previous two films, but they also kind of reflect what's to come in the film. You know, Danny Elfman doesn't do the score anymore, but I think Christopher Young. He does an amazing job. He still uses Elfman's Spider-Man theme, but, you know, he also has, like, a really good symbiote theme. But, like, in the titles, you know, you get this, you know, Spider-Man theme, you know, as you see, like, all the characters and stuff. And then, like, the sand and the symbiote crashes into the webs and the symbiote theme comes in, like, da na 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 as the tragedy strikes in Peter's life. Uncle Ben dies. You know, Norman dies. You know, like, he sees MJ with, like, with, with someone else. Like, he gets, like, slapped by Harry. And then, like... But then the triumphant Elfman score comes straight back in as Peter remembers why he's Spider-Man and comes back to save the day, reflecting the journey of the film. Yeah, it's it's weird. The opening credits of this film are just like the film itself. They they kind of like reflect what goes on. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, just a little TED talk there about why I love the opening credits of this film. Oh yeah, the opening credits. Oh my god, it's so aesthetic. Excuse <laughs> please. Um, you know, um. You know, at the ending of No Way Home, some people have suggested that the end No Way Home with a uh, Raimi style, like, outro with like the webs and like all the no characters way. like illustrated with like the with the like this. This is just like a this is just like speculation. That would be so cool. Can you imagine if No Way Home ends with like the Raimi Spider Man theme and like you know get some Alex Ross paintings in there of all the characters? Oh. Oh, that would oh, be nostalgic. That would be, be incredible. Uh, that would be so good. And, and um, I mean, when I watched this for the first time, I had a bit of a problem with, with this first one because it was a bit different, you know, I mean, like from yeah. the first two, like what a different tape was going to be with Spider-Man. But it, it, was, it was really different. Wait, what was... I'm getting mixed up with the, with the scenes now. Which scene was it when... No, it was Spider-Man 2, when Doc Ock threw the car at um, Peter and, yeah. 
Anyway, Doc yeah, Ock's dead in this one, John. I hate to break I it know, to you. I know. It, it, I'm sorry. I'm getting mixed up with the scenes. Uh, but Spider Man 3, um, it, it was different with, with, with the Venom. Um, mm. Venom. 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 <laughs> Uh, with the, yeah, this, with this the, was my favorite as a kid, and like I remember, I had like toys of like Venom, Spider Man. No, I didn't. I didn't oh, have. Did, it's yeah. weird. I had I had Venom, I had Sandman, and I had New Goblin, but I didn't have Spider Man. <laughs> How am I supposed to play with the villains and not like I don't even know what I did? But I used to love this film. I used to adore the hell out of it, man, and I still do. <laughs> uh, you know, the, as I said before, this trilogy is about three people. Peter, Mary Jane, Harry. And I think this, the film, you know, it perfectly finishes the story the trilogy has been telling with them. You know, Peter and MJ's relationship, it isn't easy, easy but it was never going to be. You know, this film does unexpectedly, <laughs> it does it so well that Peter is an asshole in this film. He's blinded yeah. by hubris. He becomes so big headed, you know, because he's kind of, yeah, right. That, you know, that when MJ needs him, when she's been kicked out of her dream of being, of, you know, performing on, on Broadway, he can't empathise with her, you know? There's, there's yeah. so much, like, in this relationship, you know, that builds up. And the fact that we start this film with him being such a jackass, I think is a really, really interesting way to start. It's a very different way to start it. But I think it's still done very, very well. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can see, like, throughout the, throughout the film, especially at the end when... Uh, Harry, you know, self-sacrifice uh, to fight against. Wait, Venom. I'm just trying to think. Sandman, yeah. right? Venom. Yes, Sand. Because Venom. no, wait. Venom. The bomb. No. Venom. Venom. Yes, Venom. Venom. You know, he he, uh, he comes he comes in he comes in he throws the the pumpkin bomb at, at bomb at, at, Sand, at Sandman and it explodes. Yeah. Yes, I'm kind of getting mixed up because that last scene was a bit. Yeah, well, let's let's right. Let, let's kind of like let's let's talk. Let's go villain by villain, shall we? Let's talk about Sandman yes. first. So he was the oh. villain that Raimi wanted, and I think that is really evident, you know, in what we get from him. You know, if I were to detail what was cut from Spider-Man's story, we'd be here all day. <laughs> Releases Raimi cut, yeah. by the way. But you know, he says it himself. He's not a bad guy. He just had bad luck. He well, he just wanted to save his daughter, and that's what his character is about. You know, he has that beautiful scene of him forming his body out of the sand for the first time. You know, incredible CGI. And the thing that gives him confidence to eventually do it is the locket with a picture of his daughter in it. And yes, they wreck re, they retcon Uncle Ben's death in this film. It wasn't Dennis Dennis Carradine. It was Sandman. You know, Flint Marco. Peter is his lowest, lowest point struggling with MJ, you know, and is told that the mistake he made, the very reason he became Spider-Man, the guilt he, he felt, is all a lie. And that mm. now the person who responsible is still out there, you know? Yes, they retconned Uncle Ben's death, but this is exactly how you do it. Peter is vulnerable. He's angry. And this is where the symbiote comes comes in you know it enhances his mo his emotions his anger and he gets the black suit and he kills sandman it's mental like obviously sandman doesn't die but peter thinks he's killed him as you said good riddance like it's really dark and really bold for a spider-man yeah. film you know yeah and i thought you know watching the uh the spider-man 3 film i thought you it was really emotional you know having you know sandman um trying to do uh, something for his for his daughter, I think. Yeah, for uh, for the medicine, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then got like powers, at, and 
uh, and then you can see like that whole um thing with 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 the characters as well they have like um the family family like family matters as well and like how um things can change their lives with 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 something that happens yeah i i don't know i'm trying to make any yeah. connection but, i i uh, think that core of the character is really good here's a fun fact for you john in the raimi cut which hasn't been released but definitely should be released um, wait what <laughs> the, oh my god so much of this film was cut you've no idea there was a scene where so, so basically there was this subplot of sandman trying to get the medicine from this doctor that he was working with and in the final battle this doctor brings sandman's family to stop him from beating peter that was like gonna be like a thing that happened but they cut oh. it because why i have no idea <laughs> sandman just kind why? of gets blown up and then just kind of like reappears later on i don't know but it would have been yeah it would have been great if i could tell you about all the things i know they were they cut from this film it's intense you should follow follow some of the uh, release the raimi cut accounts on like instagram or twitter probably on reddit as well uh it, yeah it's really interesting um but yeah i think sam yeah. i think sandman is, is really strong in this film um yeah. and i definitely it's it's evident that this is who raimi wanted um but you know what raimi might have been forced into it but my god he did symbiote well like yes. i think the symbiote in this film is so cool peter uses it like a crutch it's a perfect metaphor for drug you know alcohol abuse uh, th this might have been illustrated better in the editor's cut but you know even in the theatrical cut whenever peter's in the black suit and the things he does in it makes the end you know you know makes the ending of the film where he comes back to new york save MJ, mj you know the elfin theme blaring and the city people in the city cheering you know so undeniably epic peter is you know you know like you get like him doing some horrible things in this suit, you know, being consumed by his kind of like, by his anger and his rage, you know, and, and you, and every time he suffers a defeat in in this film, it, it, you know, in the editor's cut, he kind of goes back and forth. In the theatrical, it's not as good, but you know, he, whenever he, he, he acts out of, you know, anger instead of selflessness, you know, so often. And, you know, like I said before, Peter Parker, he's so dorky. He's a nerd and he's goofy. And my God, the dance montage. I love it. Not the not the jazz club scene. I think that's a little bit, you know, you know, that's a bit, that goes a bit too far. But the, the Saturday Night Fever scene where Peter's, you know, strutting down the street and dancing yeah. and he's consuming his own hubris. It's brilliant. And it's fun as well. It's the perfect fall to who he was in the previous two films. You know, it contrasts the raindrops keep falling on my head scene. And, you know, it furthers his arc. And, it you know, it does make his return to the classic red and blue color so perfect. Mm. And it's funny. It's a funny scene. Yes. Funny. Yes. Yeah, I, I love that scene so much, man. Like, yeah. I know people think it's stupid, but it's supposed to be stupid. It's supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's well it, it's supposed to be stupid, like, you know, uh Peter just dancing around and and on, on the piano. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that scene. That's yeah, yeah. That's no, scene. no, the scene where he's going through New York when he's on the piano in the jazz club, I think that's a little bit kind of like, yeah, a little bit too much. Cause I feel like it goes from it can't really like control its, uh, it can't really balance its tones. I think Raimi's normally good at that, but I'm not sure. I don't think he's no. that good at it in this that was, scene, really. That was a weird scene, that. That was like, huh? what? <laughs> it's funny, but I don't think in the right ways. Um, yeah. What what scene were you referring to? Because my brain is like, you know, you know what, you know, when he's dancing down the street. Yes, that one. Like, yes, da, 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 yeah, so good. My, my brain decided to think of the scene with 
because my brain like this this says oh no tom's talking about this scene i'm like no <laughs> no, no he's talking that i'm like no he's talking about i'm just like conflicting yeah <laughs> that's, no. that, that's all right <laughs> yeah but, but yeah like with that <laughs> that's like cinema just like walking down the street dancing <laughs> away and just having no care in the world and <laughs> there's one youtube video um that had no sound to yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just him just going down the street just like and then and then the last um uh second to, uh, to the end of the video you can hear the guy walking past going asshole to <laughs> brilliant yeah i mean i mean uh, i guess you would be if you just started dancing in new york it'd be yeah. great uh, um i mean you can't it's funny because jake gyllenhaal also danced in new york um in a film called demolition man and a lot of people were like huh what the heck's he doing is this spider-man so, 3 <laughs> spider-man 4 <laughs> oh my so, god yeah, bring um, back the bring back it, the montages I love, um, I love, I love how they reference that in Spider Verse when, like, at the beginning when Peter Parker's talking and he's like, "And I did this," and it cuts to him doing the Spider Man three dance, and he's like, "We don't talk about this." <laughs> uh, oh, if they're gonna talk about that in No Way Home, yeah, maybe they will. Who knows? There's a lot, you know, to kind yeah. of tackle. But I think, you know, we've already talked about so much, but we haven't got to New Goblin or Venom yet. You know, we've almost no. been talking oh. as long oh, yeah, as we Venom. were talking. We, you know, we've almost been talking as long as we we're talking about Spider-Man 3. And I think the biggest problem with this film, by far, is that it's got so many elements battling for screen time. You know, Sam had so much that was left in the cutting room floor. Without it, so many elements, you know, the film feel underdeveloped. Yeah. Everything positive that I've said, you know, I stand by that 100%, but it's all fighting for screen time. You know, there are just too many villains. Multiple villains can work. The Dark Knight trilogy, every single film has three villains, you know? There are probably other examples too, but that's my first thought, right? But here, I don't think they all work because none of them get a chance to be fully developed, you know? Mm. I love the symbiote. I really do. I love it in Peter in the black suit, but Venom, he barely gets 20 minutes of screen time, you know? Eddie Eddie Brock, Venom, but Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock's perfect. Topher Grace plays him amazingly. He's an asshole. He should be. And he gets, you know, he gets on the wrong side of Peter's symbiote. Just after, but but after this, he becomes nothing, you know? Venom was... It's just it's just another boss fight at the end. But, you know, I love how Eddie becomes consumed by the power and ends up killing himself to be with it. But, you know, Sam was, you know, Sam Raimi, he was going to go, like, so much further with the horror ele- elements. But, you know, Sony made him change it. And it's a, it's a really real shame, you know? Yeah. And I can tell that Sam Raimi really wanted to have everything in this film, but it was a bit hard because, you know, the Spider-Man 4, you, you saw that announcement and um, yeah, yeah, on Twitter. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a sad. That's a, that's a universe I want to visit where Spider-Man yeah. 4 happened. Have you seen like the unfinished stuff for Spider-Man 4? Like the, con- like the, the storyboards? Yes. I heard Vulture? about it. Yeah. Vulture is going to be in it. Maybe played by John Malkovich. Uh, Mysterio. Mysterio played by Bruce Campbell. So you know how Bruce Campbell gets a, a cameo in all three films in the first one yes. he is the announcer at the wrestling match in the second one he is at the theater and in the third one he's the french waiter and in the fourth one it would confirm that all three of those guys are the same person mysterio that's so fun so much uh, fun and yeah, yeah I, 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 there's been rumors that sony are gonna do a spider-man 4 but, please please make spider-man 4 guys. okay okay if this 
right, if this No Way Home is going to be like really cool, if they're going to announce Spider-Man 4 at the end of this film of the No Way oh, Home. Oh, yeah, like he like did with um, The Book of Boba Fett at the end of Mandalorian Season yeah. 2, just like announcing yeah. it like right out of the blue. That would be so cool. That would be so cool, man. Oh, that would be so cool. But we're not in this, we're not in that reality. We're just going to be... <laughs> hey, we um, might be. We wait, might be wait, in that wait. reality. Yeah. Um. Who Who is directing No Way Home? I forgot. It's John Watts. Directing. Same same guy who did Homecoming and Far From Home. But the word on the street is, is that Sam Raimi and Mark Webb were consulted about their characters and where to take them next, which I think is, that is exactly how you should do it. That is like, you know... Like they are the people who have made these characters, and (laughs) no, John. Um, But like, yeah, I think I think I think it's a good idea to be having you know those two characters, uh, those two directors, should I say, dealing with their characters, you know, and making sure it's the right way. Yes, I'm just trying to, you know, not be angry with uh, you know John Watts directing No Way Home. I mean, it's a lot of the. Don't worry, John. We're gonna get to the MCU Spider-Man films in a couple of weeks. We don't, don't want to talk about Batman, man. We don't want to talk about Batman. We're gonna have to because I've what because I don't want to watch it for nothing, man. Jesus, I've got so many thoughts. I've got <laughs> oh, no. so many thoughts, man. I don't want to watch it again. It just proves <laughs> everything. Oh uh, uh, well, I'm I, I'm sorry, but if I had to watch it, so do you. Um, but yeah, Homecoming was even better, but yeah, that was a bit of a problem that film as well yeah we'll 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 certainly get to it um yeah i think you know venom he's you know he's kind of bland in the fight scenes, yeah very but, bland. yeah but i yeah. think the action is still really cool one of my favorite oh, scenes is yeah the scene where spider-man saves gwen who pff, she's she literally she's barely a character in this film but oh yeah like, when yeah right like whenever he fights gwen is so cool like not fights gwen <laughs> imagine Gwen. Spider-Man versus like Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Brilliant. No, when he's like saving Gwen, like from like the falling building, so yeah. cool. Um, when he fights Sandman, he fights Sandman twice, like properly. So much fun. And you know, like whenever you know his fights are like New Goblin as well. I think there's some really cool stuff. I think the, the Sandman stuff is the best though. Like you know, the fight in 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 the truck when like you know he punches through him and he sweeps his legs and and then like when he fights him on the train and he like he smashes him into the moving train some really mm. cool stuff there man so so fun yeah yeah and uh yeah i, I don't know what to say about spider-man 3 i mean spider-man 2 was really different with all the new elements as well that it was tackling through and there was some different arcs as well mm. but um oh i'm oh my god i had like a huge like um like Memories about uh, the unusual. Uh, it was what was it the unusual suspect or was it usual suspect? Unusual suspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about Spider Man. Ah, uh, yeah, they were great. There were just so many hilarious bits that he went through and uh, what Spider Man was dealing through in Spider Man Three, <laughs> and um, what was the funny bit? I was thinking, uh, it's just gone. What what's wrong with my brain today? <laughs> um, right, yes, it was like um, no, it's just went away again. Damn it! What <laughs> is wrong with my brain? Well, <laughs> I'll I'll because we we haven't talked about New Goblin yet. Um, oh, I New think Goblin, that yeah. Harry 
I think it's the worst part of this film in this, you know, in this one. Yeah. I think it's, it's a shame. You know, I love, I really love New Goblin. I think he's so stupid, but he becomes a full out antagonist way too soon without the film giving us a chance to see his progression, you know, from realizing that this, this, that his best friend is the man he's sworn to kill for the year, for years at the end of Spider-Man 2, you know, you know, and then, and then he just goes from somebody's ready to kill him, you know, like, I feel like maybe he should have struggled a bit more with this realization and then like, you know, his transformation into, into Goblin. And then they gave him amnesia, you know. I understand why they gave him amnesia, but you know, you know, you know, Raimi said that he wanted to present their friendship and you know, not just from rely on memories from the other films, but I don't think it lasts long enough to mean anything. And then Harry's evil again, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um soundtrack the soundtrack in this one was um was it same was it the same by Danny Elfman? No, it was Christopher Young. So Danny Elfman and Sam Raimi, I believe, were having some sort of fight at this point. So Elfman didn't come back. Oh, but but Christopher Young did it. Um, I think he did a good job. You know, I really like his the the Scott the the pieces that he uses for different um, like characters. The symbiote theme. You know, like when the symbiote first like latches itself onto Peter, and you get like the shot of like all like the goo kind of coming up his suit, and then like the suit coming black, and then Peter wakes up at the last minute just as the screen like folds up with symbiote, and then you get the bah, 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 and then like Peter's like you know it zooms out and you see the black suit for the first time. I think yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just trying to think of more stuff because you said all the things that about Spider-Man Three. Hey, literally, I've got so many like notes, so like you know. You know, it's like, I would argue that, you know, some of these things come back to a large issue of tonal dissonance, you know. It's less of an issue in the editor's cut. Now, I must say, from everything that I've heard about the editor's cut, and I, I own the editor's cut, so I should watch it, but I haven't seen it. Um, but there are a lot of scenes that, you know, that go from wacky to, and insane to kind of dark, like the jazz club scene. And, you know, I understand why people oh. hate these scenes. Raimi might be good at balancing tones, but he definitely goes overboard, you know, sometimes. And it, it does take some of the impact away, you know. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Indeed. It's like so many things he's saying. I'm like, oh no, what am I going to say? Because I don't want to like repeat. I don't think anyone is prepared for how much I have to say about Spider-Man. I could be talking about this for hours, man. Um, oh, man. I'll uh, you, I'll you, wrap up. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you my final thoughts, okay? And then we can. Uh, okay. And then, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you can get. And then you can give your final thoughts, and then we can head on out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though I critique New Goblin. You know, his fight with Peter and then the eventual realization that he should put his pain aside and help his friends, I think is really cool. The, you know, the butler scene is ridiculous. Like the butler comes out nowhere. It's like, hey, by the way, um, that's stupid. But, you know, the core emotions are there, you know, especially in the editor's cut. In the editor's cut, he just sees like a picture of him with his friends and he decides to help. And I think it's, you know, a lot better. Um, and I think that, you know, this scene is done really well, you know, so that his re- eventual return to the battle, you know, in, in, the final battle where he throws the, the thing and him and, and he and you know he grabs Peter's hand and he lifts him up. I think it's re- it's a really cathartic moment in the trilogy. You know, him and Peter get a chance to be friends again and work together to save MJ. And his death and what it teaches Peter, it's a great ending and it's a great lesson. You know, the end of the film with a lesson. You know, you know, Harry ends it and he's like, Peter, you're my best friend, you know, and I'm sorry, you know, and he teaches Peter that you have a lesson, you know, you have a choice to be who you want to be. You can be the best, you know, the the best version of yourself to forgive yourself. You know, Peter and MJ dance at the end. No final swing. 
just two people in love dancing and realizing that maybe maybe things will be okay in the end. It just fades out into black. No triumphant final swing, just like a thought, you know, just an emotional ending, you know? Honestly, this film has bad. It has quite a bit of bad in it, but also a lot to redeem it and a really strong ending to the trilogy you know it doesn't deserve the hate and i'm glad it gets a lot more love these days you know it's it's good but you know it's just too short of all the things it's trying to do the edge is cut you know as i've said i hear it's an improvement but they need to release the raimi cut i'd love there to be spider-man 4 but i'd be happy if this is where we ended it honestly because i think it's a strong ending it's not perfect but i think it is strong all right what are your mm. final thoughts then uh my final thoughts uh, you know, Spider-Man 3 is that um, there was a lot of problems that uh, the film was facing too many elements um, developments as well and I, it was like uh, it was a bit fast-paced to be honest with some of the stuff that it was tackling through again with um, some unusual arcs as well but the arcs did come uh, to um a great execution at the end of the film so yeah, um it definitely did yeah especially with with harry because with harry's throughout the film was really annoying as you said but with the arc again that really reflected on, on like two of the films uh throughout uh, that one and um and there was like some wet cons that kind of ruined but i mean again with sandman uh killing uncle ben in the first one you know also again that really reflects the spider-man you know like good with you know being this dark character in this one and showing like a different side to Spider-Man. Uh, that's an interesting concept to, you know, to see throughout the film that was really um, intriguing uh, to, to watch. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's not, yeah. Again, it was just too many things at once, uh, to be honest. Um, but yeah. um, I'm going to give this, an eight or an, uh, an eight. Or seven. Nice. Um, I'm going to go six. You know, I, I think that... No, seven. Yeah, seven. The, the, I'm going to go seven. The, okay. Because I think, you know, for me, it's good. And I think the stuff that I love is amazing, but stuff I don't love, you know. So, yeah, I'm just going to go for six. Um, but, yeah, that is... That's the Spider-Man trilogy, isn't it? Um, mm. I think it's still, I think it's still the best representation of Spider-Man we've had on screen. You know, I, I think agree. it's much better than what we've got since. You know, I think Sam Raimi's a god. I'd love a Spider-Man four, and I'm excited to see Tobey Maguire back in No Way Home. I can't believe it's actually happening, but it is. Um, and at the end of the day, even if everything sucks in No Way Home, nothing can ever change this trilogy. We have it, you know, and no. the films are great, aren't they? Yeah, and uh, and this whole trilogy is just like the best uh, comic book um, th- film trilogy or like comic book uh, trope mm. to, to have. Like to anyone yeah. who's like a big fan of like um, to the superheroes and everything, and it really um, it was a really cool introduction to <laughs> to my life. You know. To watching films and Elliot age your life. <laughs> to you my came out the women, they were like, "Watch Spider Man, do it." This <laughs> uh, sat you down I mean, as a newborn baby. You were like, oh. and yeah, um, I think yeah, my dad gave me the VHS tape. I think yeah, and he was like, yeah. "Yo, just watch it," and I, I, he didn't say, "Yeah, watch it," <laughs> uh, just just watch hey, it. Hey, yo, John, uh, watch the film. 
Pizza time, um, come on. Yeah. And oh, I even remembered, I don't know, but I, I think I had a figure of Green Goblin, but that's oh, really why I cool. I don't know, awesome. but I hadn't. So yeah. So cool. Um oh, man. Yeah, this this I mean it says it in the title of the video. This film, this this trilogy, it's iconic. It really is. You know, this is you said it yourself, it's probably one of the best superhero trilogies. It's either this or the Dark Knight trilogy for me. Uh or you know, the the Justice League trilogy is also pretty strong. It says the Captain America trilogy. Actually, there's a quite there's quite a few good trilogies, superhero trilogies, but this is a good one. It really is. Um and and yeah, um, I think that's everything. Let's Let's roll it out, shall we? Um, thanks, everyone, for watching. Yes. Next week, we're going to be doing Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. So we're going to continue oh, this um, and move on to the, the dark reboots of the Spider-Man franchise. Uh, I've already watched it, so, and I won't say what I think, but, uh, yeah, good luck watching it, John. <laughs> um... Yeah, Spider-Man 1 and 2 that we're going to review next oh, yes. week. And, oh, yes. Uh, Sp- Spider-Man 2. The amazing Spider-Man 2, John. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. We enjoyed yes. talking about this amazing trilogy. It's late. Uh, we're doing this. On the, we're doing this on the Thursday because I'm off to London tomorrow. This is <laughs> this is later than I anticipated. My head hurts, man. Uh, yeah, and it's it's such a great... Um, film trilogy to talk about there's like so many good moments to talk about and um, I mean it was so, it's just amazing uh, thank you for listening we enjoyed again talking about this and if there's oh, like no. any other John's stuck in a time loop no um, if you want like any other films to look back or to talk about uh, or like some films like these like last week we thought we can talk about ghostbusters in the future like the first one so yes yes yeah. just anything else you want us to talk about um and if you're interested in any of the other content we got shed loads of stuff you can look at we've done a video on both venom films we've done a video on you know could a spider-verse film work that was way back when it was just rumors um and we've got loads of marvel content we did eternals we did shang chi we did black widow um, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision. We will be doing Hawkeye soon. Um, and yeah, if you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up. Just makes sense. Yeah. It? Um, I should and... stop quoting on YouTubers. And <laughs> subscribe if you want to see more because we are doing the yeah. other Spider-Man films. And we're, you know, we're really excited to talk about it. The thumbnails that we've got, like you see it on, you'll see it, you've seen it on screen during the, the main segment. The thumbnails that we've got going for these ones, cinema. You haven't oh. seen them yet, John? Cinema absolutely beautiful oh, um big props wait. to our to our guy zane who makes them um and yeah if you want to uh, follow us on twitter and instagram you also can links in the description at outtime film pod or give us an email at outtime film pod at gmail.com tell us what you think of spider-man one two and three what you think of the trilogy as a whole do you want spider-man four what do you think about you know them coming back in no way home is toby Maguire your favorite spider-man tell us send us an email we will answer it on air and I think that's everything. Is that everything? On air. <laughs> on air. Yes, John. On air. This is very, this is very professional. Wow. If you call wow, this number right now, uh, uh, one, three, seven, nine. Don't call that. I don't know what happens. Death, maybe. If you, get, if you wrong someone by accident, just say, subscribe <laughs> to the Out of Time Film podcast. And... Yes. Yeah. You will be, will be rich uh... and famous.
Huh? Sorry? We will be rich and famous, John. Yes. Wow. Um, so, uh, wear your mask, go into the cinema, because, I mean... Yeah, if the cinema's closed now, if the cinema's closed before No Way Home, I'm blaming you. I want to say you, I mean you, listener. Steve, I blame you. (laughs) I'll get you vaccinations, come on. Listen, this, right, come on, No Way Home is going to be the biggest film this year. It really will be, won't it? It's going to be mad. With everything that's going to have, like, with the other Spider-Man, with the villains, and the other films, this film could everly potentially have in this is it's going to be a multiverse it might be film. good as yeah. well i think it's going to be good and that's that's weird for me because i i rarely go into an mcu film thinking this is going to be good um yeah i mean avengers endgame and infinity war those yeah. the well that. you know infinity war if this if if no way home is you know as good as infinity war that's it cinema brilliant cinema. <laughs> yeah uh oh my god it's going to be so weird, you know, ex- being excited for, like, a Marvel film ever again because what we've seen with Black Widow, Eternals. Um, I liked Eternals, John. You know I liked Eternals. I know you didn't. Yes, you did. I, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I well, liked Eternals. It was good. That, that wasn't cinema, yeah, That's true. So. That's true, yeah. It I hasn't mean, been cinema yet. We're waiting for that MCU film. Pretty much, in my opinion, there hasn't been an MCU film that's been properly, like, cinema- since infinity war um yeah none of the others have been like that good um no but like jong chi was great don't get me wrong i loved eternals but most of the others kind of fall by down by the wayside to me yeah but i mean in the past you've seen like trailers that was so exciting to have like the civil war trailer nothing nothing can beat that yes yes nothing can beat that we were going to talk oh about Civil God. War when we did the Spider-Man MCU films because they are important parts of Spider-Man's journey. <laughs> we should. We should. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. I remember you showing me the trailer. Like, I had oh. no idea. We were screaming. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we, were, we, were, we were young boys just yelling our heads off. We probably were really annoying to the neighbours, but hell yeah. What a, what a day. What a day it was. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. I thought you were just... Um, just just like going crazy. I was like, "Tom, what we talked about." And he's like, "Watch the trailer." I'm like, okay, right, right, okay. Uh, I just, I, I know that Civil War's coming out, and then you show me it, and like, Andrews, and uh, yeah, amazing. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, mm. let's let 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 let's finish up, shall we? Yes. I I need to I need to pack. I'm going to London tomorrow. I need to pack, man, yeah. desperately. Pack, man. Uh, Woo! Woo! Uh, Spider-Man, woo! Um, so, thank you for listening. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I can tell that you're tired from talking to all of this, man. Uh, yeah, honestly, I had so many notes. I, I'm surprised I got through it all. I just had, like, pages of just Spider-Man stuff. Like, man. Woo! Oof. Good films, though. Wow. Good films. Great films. Yeah, great films. Incredible. Um, wow. Thank you. Take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.